there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus, because he said when we got together in his name, and we are, that he'd be here. So we acknowledge your presence, Lord. We thank you and praise you that you want to teach us your way, and we just acknowledge you when we're asking for your wisdom, because we know that you want us to have it. You want us to live in heaven on the earth. You want us to represent you, and you want good for us. And so we're just receiving that from you. We love you. Praise you, give you all the glory in your name. In your name we pray, amen. He is so good, he's so in love with us, and he never just ceases to amaze me. This morning he was talking to me about us having space. I said, what are you talking about, Lord? And he said, you have time, you've had time enough. And, um, you know, he was talking about to me about how he's, we're expecting him to come and he's really waiting for us to come. And then what came to mind is he said, so many people think that, you know, I'm God and I can do what I want to do. And we, like, he doesn't need us. But what he's saying is, yeah, he's God. He's in control. And because he is, he calls the shots. He does. And so, and he said the last thing Jesus said, one of the last things he said when he left, he said, if you believe in me, then you're going to do the things I did and even greater things because I'm going to my father. So what he was saying is, okay, I showed you what to do. I've given you my power. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose is loose. And so I'm going to go and now you pick up where I left off. Yeah, he's in control and he calls the shots and that's the way he decided he was going to do it. And so we're calling out to him for things to happen. You're, you know, we're wanting to have revival and all this. And, and we're just sitting here not doing anything. You know, a couple of years ago, he was telling me, Santa's not coming, I am. And it made me think that he's coming really quick. And today he was saying what I meant by that is we're not preparing for him. We're not preparing for Jesus. We're preparing for Santa every year. We do the same thing, the same mundane thing year after year, year after year. We still sit in our little situations. We're not calling those things to be not as though they were. We're not doing our part. And he's saying, if you believe in me, you're going to do what I did in greater things. Yet we just sit back and we're just waiting for him to come and nothing's even happening. In fact, Jesus said, well, I find faith when I come. You know, God has a plan and he is sovereign. He calls his shots. And so we got to line up with him. And he's saying, we're just sitting here not doing anything. We're not doing our part. We're not doing what he called us to do. And he's saying, wake up, church. I left. I went to my father, and now it's your turn, Jesus said, to do what I was doing, to do those greater things. You know, we say we believe, yet we just conform to the world. We're not doing that greater thing. We're not getting close enough to him to the place where we feel like, and I'm talking to me too. <laughs> He's talking to me too. You know, I, I'm just relaying the message. This does not mean that I've got it all together and I'm doing it. I'm working on it. I want to. And the more revelation knowledge he gives me, the more excited I get. And But he wants me to share it with you. We got to do those greater things. We got to lay hands on the sick, cast out demons. We got to love to the place where we're never offended. I've been reading some devotions by Kenneth Hagin, and he's just talking about 
love, 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 love is everything, and he's right. Love is everything, and that's one of the things that we got to do. That's what Jesus did. He didn't come here and get all sad and, and bummed out because things weren't working. He did something. He, he just did what the Father told him to do. He said what the Father told him to say, and God is saying that to us today. If you believe you're going to do those greater things, I did. You're not going to conform to the world, but you're going to change your mind. You're going to come in agreement with me, and then I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to send you out to do the things that I did. You're going to prepare the way for me. That's what he was saying. Is we're not preparing the way for him. We're preparing the way for Santa and the Easter Bunny, and we're just doing all these. Silly things that don't make any sense. And then on Sunday we go and we we pray for revival. We're praying for something to happen. But we're not humbling ourselves before him. We're not fasting and praying. We're not getting direction. We're we're living that life of worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear. We're on the merry-go-round Satan wants us on. He's controlling us. As soon as we hear the word, like Jesus said, he comes and takes the word and we let him because we have a lack of knowledge. Hosea um, says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And so God is giving us revelation knowledge. He's saying, I'm coming. I'm coming, but I've asked you to prepare the way for me. This is the next thing that's supposed to happen. This is the very next thing that's supposed to happen. He said, I assure you, solemnly tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, he himself will be able to do the things I, that I do. And he will do even greater than these because I go to the Father. And so this is what he's telling me to tell you that is next. This is next before he comes. We got to go do those great things. And so that's the word that I have for you today. Here it is right here. What he's thinking today is, come on, you know, Easter's coming up and let's forget about the Easter bunny because he's not real and he's a lie. And let's just put our effort in proving his will is good and perfect, transforming to him, saying and doing what he would say say and do. Let's teach our children the truth and stop making it about something it's not. You know, I, I think so often, and I actually heard a little story the other day about how, you know, this whole thing with God is turning into a business. It's not a business. It's not about how many Easter eggs that you can get um, people to come and find. It's not about getting them there to um, make money on candy and Easter eggs and whatnot. But it's about what Jesus did for us. He gave us his life for us, and then he rose from the dead. And now we need to raise from the dead and go and get his message out there without the Easter bunny, without the eggs, because we're just giving a false message. Whatever excuse you have, I really don't think that if you stood before Jesus with that excuse, if that's what you're doing to get people to church and, um, you know, thinking that maybe they're going to hear the message because you're doing that, that's not going to work. Jesus turned the tables over in the church and I believe if he was here, he'd be doing that. And so we got to get the clear message out. We can't get people there because um, by Easter eggs and, and candy because we think then they're going to listen 
if we start doing those greater works, they're going to be there without the candy, without the Easter bunny, because they're not going to be like um, going to the hospital, but they're going to see the things happen that Jesus did when he was here, and they're going to be running to the church. What an awesome message. He never asked Jesus, come live on the inside of you. He wants to. When he left, he told the disciples, I'm not leaving you as orphans. I'm not leaving you powerless. But the Holy Spirit's going to come and live on the inside of you. And that's how we're going to be able to do those greater works. <clears throat> so he said, he said to go wait for the Spirit. And now he's saying in Revelation 3.20, he's saying he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and he's going to fill you with his power. He's going to dine with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to prepare you to prepare the way for him. And so if you want to say that prayer, I'd love to say it with you. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to live on the inside of us. You want to teach us your way. You want to empower us to do go, go and do that greater thing. You want to help us to think correctly. You want to give us revelation knowledge, and we receive you right now. We just receive all that you have for us. We love you and praise you. We love you so much. You're so good to us. So if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you, if you meant it. And your life will change. Your life should not be the same. When you start following him, John 1, 1 says, he is his word. In the beginning was the word, and the word is God. So when you start following him, your life is going to change. You're not going to stay the same if you obey him. And if you obey him and you're in agreement with him, your life is going to be an exciting journey. And he's going to start giving you revelation, knowledge, and teaching you how to prepare the way for him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. And he just, he just wants good for you. And he wants you also to represent him. And so it's not just a prayer that you get to heaven, but it's an invitation for a relationship to live well in his kingdom, to represent him, and to go for him. So if you said that prayer, John 1, 1 tells us he is his word. You got to start looking at the word and then come in agreement with that word. And then as you do that, he will manifest himself to you. Maybe you already just felt him when you said that prayer. You could have. Anyway, he knows your heart and he's going to start showing himself to you. And your part is to do what he says to do. Not to look at what is, but to believe what you hear in the word and then just go ahead and do it. And he's going to raise you up. He's going to get you to that place where you're going to be doing that greater work. That's what it's about. It's not about all this other stuff that's going on. Your life isn't about the things that the world thinks it's about. It's not about, you know, your house and your clothes and all that stuff. It's about preparing for living with him. When you leave here and being a part of getting his message out, because it's not his will that one should perish. So... If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And um, stay connected to him. We can't do it without him. Um, you know, you might get excited and you want to go and do this, but make sure that you get up every day and you have communion with him. You have communication with him. Get on your knees and worship him. My sheep know my voice. He said that. And so as you start following him, he's going to make himself real to you. He said in John 14, 21, if you love him, you'll obey him, and he'll show himself to you. Thanks so much for listening today.